Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that is doing its very best to ignore all of the hype and resolutely refuse to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League on the day that it was released. My name is Tosid, I am the host, based up in in Worcestershire, and joining me as always on the Isle of Wight are Sharon. Hello. And Sean. Hiya. All right, now, for some reason today, the Isle of Wight usually has this whole thing where it likes to set itself as apart from the mainland in the UK. And um, for this seems to have been showing up in our internet as well, where there actually seems to be a delay between myself, Sharon, and Sean. So if I say something, there might be a little bit of a pause before Sharon or Sean answer any questions that I might ask. Isn't that right, Sharon or Sean? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, there you see, that was what I'm talking about. Yeah, Now, you guys might not get this, but anybody listening to this recording will have wondered whether we'd stopped recording or whether the MP3 player was working or anything like that because there was just a big, big massive pause. But anyway, we shall soldier on regardless. Now, this what we do on this show is, as the name says, Netflix versus cinema. We usually go to the cinema, watch three things, go stay at home, watch three things, and then we weigh up where money has been better spent. Now, with... Uh, with restrictions, lockdown restrictions being eased little by little in the UK, we're getting closer and closer to actually having cinematic films to talk about. Especially now as they're talking... Yeah, I know. Look at Sean. Sean's so happy about that. (laughs) Sean's doing like, you know, a sort of like, you know, double flex, double thumbs up, double everything. (laughs) (laughs) Do my Arnie. Yeah, double everything. Cinemas are almost back. And we're, we're getting closer and closer <laughs> to that. And especially seen as we... Okay, I think either last week or the week before, I get confused because time just seems to have lost all meaning. Um, we were talking about Golden Globes and how the Golden Globes had happened and we were pretty much none the wiser about the fact that they were even happening. I think this week, Oscars, the Oscars got uh, got announced and I'm kind of like, ooh, okay, cool. Uh, haven't seen any of those films. I don't even know. What, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on with that. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But what we're going to do now is that we're going to talk about things that we have been watching at home. Uh, we are going to bring one. F- even though we might have watched more than one thing, we will talk about. We'll bring one thing as our main thing to the to the party. The rest we will just sort of say. Uh, the rest will be also rants, which will give like quick, quick, quick synopsis of, the, and then we will review the other things mm-hmm. that we've watched. So Sharon. We'll kick off with you. I think you said that you've had a bit of a slow week, watching-wise. Yes, I've, I haven't actually seen anything in its entirety. I did start to watch a film, and then I just gave up. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> oh, what film was that? Can we ask? Well, it was. The, I think it would be a good film had I persevered. I mean, it wasn't the film's fault. I just did not feel didn't feel in the mood to, to watch it i've got to the point though where i think whereas television has been so readily available i've just i just i'm not interested <laughs> so even when even when the new releases come out on amazon and they come out on netflix and you see them flagged up all oh, this great new release i can barely 
If I was Roger Moore, one eyebrow wouldn't even twitch. <laughs> oh dear! Um, oh. So I'm listen. I'm I'm just wait. I'm ready now for the cinemas to be back. I'm ready to give all of my attention to something on the screen because I think I'm finding on the television, I'm too easily distracted. I mean, my phone is there. I've got a book there. I've got yeah. something to do there. I'm. It's too easy to not actually watch stuff, and I'm finding it easier not to watch than it is to actually give my attention to something so i must admit i have completely failed and utterly in my mission this week to watch uh, a new film or a new series i've watched half of the jewel which was a western on netflix um which had the makings of being quite an interesting film uh, but i'll never know um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, yeah, I've just lost my mojo. I'm sorry, I just lost my mojo. I just, I just lost my mojo. No, no, it no, does no. happen. It does happen. I mean, I mean, I mean, with me, I mean, I've seen a lot of films. Um, there's only like one, some I get into, but I also like as I'm watching the film, like I am doing other stuff, you know. So I mean, I do like, and I just sort of look up and sort of think, oh, that's a little bit that's going on there. But uh, but then there's some that I really think, right, well, okay, I'm gonna. If it grabs me straight away, I'm going to watch it. Um, and there was one which I, I, that perhaps I'll talk about tonight, which I was like, ooh. So, yeah, yeah so, but yeah. then as a Sharon, I do understand what you I, mean. I, I thought one of, one, of, one of the films would be a good one to review. Yeah. Yeah, but well, Sharon, I In do fact, understand what you mean because, because I think it, it's, it's, you, you do get that. You do get almost sort of like screen fatigue. And I found myself having that, like, oh, not so much, not this week, not, not so much with films or TV, but for me, well, with tennis, because Amazon, speaking about Amazon, have bought, like, the rights to most of the tennis that exists in the world. So every week, there's, like, three or four different tournaments going on. I usually like watching it. And then I found myself switching on to a match. I go, yeah, yeah. And after about three points going... Oh, no, I just can't be bothered. I just, I just can't be bothered. I'm going to go read a book. I'm going to go lie down. I'm going to go, like, you know, hang out yeah. with my wife or something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go do something else. I, I just can't be bothered with the screen right now. So I totally, totally understand that. So uh, so don't worry. You can, just, you can just quiz Sean and I about the things that we watched. So, Sean, what were the things that you were talking about that you said that you've watched this week? Okay, well, I've, I've seen rather a lot. But, I mean, I, I could go through them. I could probably talk. About, but the ones the ones that I've watched, which I could do a few more comments on, was um, I, I don't know. Do you want me to run yeah. through them all and just run, concentrate run, on the two? Run through them, run through them, and if you go on too long, we'll tell you to move on. All right. So, so the ones I've watched, right? Okay, I've, I had to write them down because, and what I've done because I've been watching so many, many I've, I've had to write them down because otherwise I just like totally forget. Yeah. So, um, last night there was one I watched called Vantage Point, which was um. 2008 oh, yeah. film. Yeah, I know that. You probably, you might have seen that. I don't think we've talked about it before, though, have we? I don't, I don't, we I don't have. think we have. No, I don't think we've ever spoken no. it on all the podcasts we've been on. I don't think we've ever spoken about Vantage Point. Yeah. But but you've seen the you've seen um Vantage Point. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen Vantage Point. It's kind of like a sort of yeah. a Rashomon thing where the film keeps rewinding back to the beginning to show that's you. That's it. You've got it. Show, yeah, that's, to show you the, that's it. You, you, yeah, it, it's kind of like an American president is um, is visiting somewhere in Spain, 
and you see it from a point of view of somebody who is like part of this separatist group in Spain. You see it from the point of view of this guy who's a secret service agent. You see it from the point of view of somebody who's just oh, going on a holiday in, in the see ship. That as well, yeah. 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 And then you see all these different points of view of what actually happened, and then it builds towards the end as to this is what actually went on. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? I really, really disliked about this movie. I started watching this movie, and I thought. Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I mean, I thought at the start, you've got Sigourney Weaver as in the in like the, the phone booth. She was absolutely fantastic. She was the best thing in this. She was just, she only had, a, she was only in it for, I don't know, maybe, maybe five, ten minutes, but she was absolutely brilliant, I thought. Yeah, okay. When if, the, when the, if, if oh, sorry, I was just going to answer your question. I'm sorry, this, this delay is really messing with us. But to answer your question as to what right. you, when you said the word do I think was the thing you really didn't like, my first thought was Matthew Fox. I was just kind of like, I don't think Sean would have liked Matthew Fox in the film, full stop. <laughs> uh, what it was, was the, was the car chase. Oh, okay. There's, oh, yeah, there's okay, like okay, yeah. the most ridiculous, like half an hour car chase with like, just yeah. was like, I, I, I will admit, uh, yeah, I will admit that I do remember with, the car you know, chase. An, because an, the... an ambulance chase, like, you know, <laughs> well, apart from that, it would have been okay, but that just sort of killed it, you know. I, I think I, I remember watching the film and I remember thinking that it was interesting and it was a great premise and it was like the way they kept rewinding and you're like, ooh, what happened there? What happened there? What happened there? And then to there by the, but when it gets to the end of the film and they actually show you what happened, it's a bit underwhelming. You're like, oh, yes. that was it. Select them. It feels like, you know, uh, an episode of Midsummer's Murders that they have just tried to make all, they've tried to jazz up by putting this sort of like, you know, narrative construct around the way it keeps rewinding but at the end of it you go yeah that wasn't that impressive <laughs> yeah 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 I, that, that's what i remember about the film yeah yeah okay so, so that's, what else? anyway so that's one so so that would yeah okay so another thing i watched and i watched that the week before last week and i sort of was going to save it for this week it was a film called the silencing oh yeah 2020 movie um, basically, it's sort of uh, this guy's a hunter, but he's he's isolated himself away, and his um, his daughter's sort of been disappeared, and it ends up in like a, a little bit of a cat and mouse game with with. It was quite interesting with with a few twists and turns, and like um, someone who you think's a goodie is not a goodie, and you think, oh right, okay, and I can understand. I'm sort of certain people are protecting people, and then something else turns up, and. Um, so yeah, uh, this was this was okay. This was an okay movie. I mean, it was pretty much standard fare for those sort of, you know, so um, isolationist um, hunter movie. in the middle of a forest kind of person films. Yeah, so try, trying to find out things, you know, and then is it is it an American film? Sort of, yes, yes, it's an American okay. film, and it's got. Um, I'm actually I'm actually a bit better prepared today. It's got uh, uh what's his name. Um, Costa Waldo, is it? Nicolò. Oh, yeah, oh, Nicolò. Yes. yes, yes, I have heard um, of this. And, and yeah, yes, the short, he's and from Game of Thrones, of course. Yeah. Josh Crudders is the shorter brother. You've got the taller brother, the shorter brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, it was quite uh, Mrs. Berg. But anyway, not Iceberg. This one, so, uh yeah, it's okay. It's a th sort of three stars worth a watch. If you, cool. you know, it's, I mean, it's fairly new. It's a brand new one. All right. So, uh, all right. And if we go forward, good. so three stars for the silencing. If and we go forward, what else do we have? 
unless one of you else wants to unless one of you else wants to talk. Okay, target number one. What's that? Now, target number one. This is 2020, and it's a true story of uh, about a Canadian journalist that investigates basically this. The the Canadian wanted to do a drug, a, you know, no catch, get a big drug score, and yeah. there's this. Well, he's not even. It's not even really a small. You know, he's a small time just just the user really. But anyway, they say, oh, we'll pay for you to go on a trip to Thailand for this major drug haul and all that. And I mean, he's pretty innocent in a lot of it. Anyway, he goes along with it because he thinks, oh, you know, I'll have a holiday in Thailand, whatever. And he ends up in this silly, silly bust, which is next to nothing. But he ends up getting like a, if he doesn't plead guilty, he ends up getting a, a, a death sentence. So or otherwise, yeah. it's life in prison and. Uh, and it's about this Canadian journalist that goes and investigates. So it's a bit like, uh, a bit like all the president's men sort of thing. And it's, it's. I mean, it's a true story. Um, so, you know, it's, it's. So yeah, this was okay. This was okay. Quite interesting. Bit too long. Dragged on a little bit too much for me. Could have been a little bit shorter. But uh, yeah, this, this, this again would probably be uh, three star for me. Three star. Yeah, it seems like well, I'm not sure if that, that kind of film is making a comeback, but there was a period where they seemed to be all the rage of, ooh, American person gets locked up in uh, Southeast yeah. Asian prison for what the Americans yeah. see as, oh, that was no, that was nothing. Why did you lock him up for that? And then the Americans have to go out there and fight the good fight and then get the person released. There was there seemed to be a period where that, that yeah. film was very much in fashion. It was it could it could have been That's subtitled the, I, "Don't go on holiday," but. That's it. Yeah, don't go on I think we reviewed one actually when I was on lockdown in Bournemouth. I think I saw one, and I think it was called "A Prayer for the Sun" or yeah. something like that, or "A Prayer for the yes, Sun," which I think yeah, we reviewed. You know, yes, I remember, that. That. Yeah, I remember so, yeah, with, so, with Joel. What's his face? That's it. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Anyway, a prayer for the dying. I don't know. And then, and then the other one before I say about the two was this film called uh, Mafia Inc. Okay. Okay, Mafia Inc. So this is basically the Godfather, but in Italy. <laughs> so it's oh. just basically, and it's it's so yeah. So you know, it's um it's a start. It's I suppose it's a little bit different in the way that uh, the the no, it's not. It's not. It's totally totally the Godfather. Really, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Godfather. It's the Godfather. Know, I'm trying, I'm, Only in I'm Italian. I'm trying to sort of just justify it, but. Yeah, it is just it's the Godfather, really. Well, and probably the Godfather three with, um, you know, the, probably all, all three of them, really. But yeah, so basically, it is. Uh, it is yeah, so you know, there's this really horrible. Well, well no, horrible, I, th- I, th- horrible, I think you said it, sure. You said it, the Godfather in Italian. No, okay, no, that's so- good. Yeah, so that's that. So that's just a, that's just an Italian Godfather version. All right. So okay. was, that sounds like another three star at the very at the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the also rans. <laughs> It's all quite right. violent, but uh, it's all right. That's the also rant. So, all right, cool. I don't know if you so, wanted someone else wants to have a, have a chat. Well, I, well, I guess it all. It could just be me. It could just be me because obviously Sharon, Sharon's having a week off. Sharon's, Sharon's, okay. Sharon's taking a week from her screen fatigue. Well, um, so I the my also ran this week. I think I have seen more. Um, okay, I'll, I'll mention the two things I've seen for also runs. Is number one is a series on Netflix called. I am not okay with this, and one of, one of the reasons I want to and it's all about a it's based on a graphic novel by a guy called Charles Forsham, and it's uh, about a girl who lives in a tiny sort of back end of nowhere town in Pennsylvania, 
and it starts off also well when this thing starts off it starts off and she's walking along um along the streets with this shocked look on her face looking for all the world like carrie in the steven you know the like cc spacek and carrie mm-hmm. oh she's so yeah. at the end of carrie so covered in blood and she's just sort of walking along the road <laughs> and there's a voiceover that comes on it's sort of like going dear diary and she's just walking like covered in blood and it goes back and it goes one of these things where it goes back to the beginning and it tells you about the story and you find out that she is your typical sort of teenage girl who is figure, trying to figure out who she is trying to figure out where she's in the world doesn't really get along well at school has one friend <laughs> has one friend and it's um but at the same time as she's trying to figure this out and she's trying to figure out who am i who do i like what's my sexuality she starts getting this feeling that whenever she feels um whenever she feels threatened or whenever she feels sad or when she feels angry weird stuff happens <laughs> like uh, and, uh, it, it transpires that she is developing telekinetic powers so it's kind of like it's, it's one of these things where it's almost kind of like like and, carrie <laughs> yes yes very like carrie like carrie like she's really telekinetic powers but i think it this f- focuses a lot more on the sort of high school thing about it and all that. It, I think it's quite good. But one of the things that struck me about it is I was watching it and I was going, this feels a little bit familiar. And the name of the name's part about the end, you know, when it comes up at the end of the episode and it says directed by written by, and I was like, those names sound familiar. And, and even before I looked it up, I was like, this feels a little bit like the end of the effing world, which I reviewed a couple of, a couple of weeks back. Turns out yeah. written by the same guy, directed by the same guy, only that instead of being set in the UK this time, this is set in America. And apparently they're supposed to be taking place at the same time. But so it's, it's, it's just quite funny. It seems like it's this, this whole thing of, of disaffected youth. One of them is kind of like a serial killer, Bonnie and Clyde kind of story, heist movie. The other one is kind of like taking that same idea. But imagine if you had a superhero kind of thing in the world. So there's, but there isn't really much fun in being a superhero in this. There's a, there's a guy that likes the, that likes her, that likes Sid, Sydney, the, the girl. There's a guy who likes her and he's like, oh, we've got to test your powers. We've got to test your powers. And she's like, no, I'm just going to hurt people. And it's, uh, and this is, it's intriguing. It's really intriguing. There's seven episodes. There were supposed to be eight, but then COVID hit. So they couldn't finish filming the eighth episode. And now because of COVID, they've canceled the entire thing. So there's not going to be a season two, even though they're already agreeing into season two, because it would have been interesting to see where the storyline would go. So I'm going to have to buy the comic and read that. I would give it probably uh, just about a four, just about a four out of five. I think there's some tropes that it's oh, all like right. subverts okay. and all that. Yeah, so that's, I'm not all okay with this. The other thing I watched is on Forgotten. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, there's hints of heroes about that as well, isn't there? When you think the first series of heroes where people are discovering these these different powers that have sort of come upon them. Yeah, yeah. But Heroes is a lot more superhero, super, uh, typical comic book than this. This is a lot more yeah. kind of like... It, there, more there's a twist. Or there's, a, there's an element of if Ken Loach made a superhero film about this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's there's an element of like kitchen sink there's an element of oh my god like she lives in a run she so in as part of the story her dad killed herself killed himself and they're trying to figure out why he killed himself in the basement of the house they can't afford to leave the house so they're still staying in the house and they have this idea of their dad killing her dad killing himself in this house that just sort of like pervades everything her mom is it's kind of like the typical thing. Her mom works at a diner trying to get all the shifts under the sun just so they can keep the lights on. That 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 sort of 
there's that kind of thing yeah. running through the whole thing where that it's bleakness. it's exactly it's a bleakness so it was something like heroes heroes was shiny and heroes was oh my word i could fly isn't that amazing we might save the world yeah. <laughs> this is just kind of like oh you know what i just want to go to school i don't want to get back home without anybody talking to me and nobody messing me up and nobody making me feel worse than i already do that <laughs> so that's the difference between something like heroes and something like i'm i'm yeah. not okay with this um, so the other thing I watched was the first season of Unforgotten. Now this is a TV show that has been that Netflix is one of the things that Netflix has been shoving in your face, shoving in your face for some reason. I don't know why, but then I found out that Netflix is losing the access to this on the 30th of March. It's a British TV show. is originally shown on yeah, ITV. Yeah, saw it on the television. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. I, it's a and I'm not sure if this is uh, insults, uh, it's an insult to you, Sharon. But when I saw Unforgotten, I was like, oh, I bet you Sharon's seen this. This seems like the kind of thing Sharon would watch. So... Yeah. I, I like Nicola Walker and I like Sanji Pushka. So I thought, well, it's a good combination for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to admit, that is because I do like Nicola Walker. I think she's one of those. It's it's weird if if you can have somebody who I think is highly rated and underrated at the same time <laughs> if you get what i mean yeah like like she is highly rated yeah. but she isn't massively high profile she but but pretty much almost everything that she's in she at least she's good in it spooks yeah um, quality yeah, yeah spooks chalk that episode of jonathan creek uh last tango in halifax it's she's she's <laughs> good in it and it's um she and I finished watching the first episode, season of this yesterday, and I thought it was actually really, really good. The way because if anybody doesn't know that, and Sharon, correct me if I'm wrong about anything, but each season is about uh, what they would call a cold case. So I, I don't know if they do this yes. in every season, but in season one, they find the remains of a dead body, and then they have to they go through a sort of detail. How do they go about figuring out who this person is when they die? Is it worth it pursuing as a as a murder case? Or is this person 400 years old and then there's no point? And I think the... the yeah. It's kind of like when you watch CSI, the whole idea of the CSI thing was, ooh, look at the great swooshy graphics we have and the science that we use to, to catch the bad guys. With this, is just more kind of like the procedure. How do we go about this? How do we go from A to B to C to join the dots to identify who this person is? And I really like the way that they also go out and they say... These are all the different people who are affected by it because 40 years have passed since this murder, but these are all the different people who led to the murder and how their lives have carried on and have been affected or not by, by this murder. I, I really like the first season. I kind of understand why everybody talks about it now. I would give it a f- low four, low four, high three, low four, high three. Ooh. And now we'll yeah, go back I would to... Yeah, sh- agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Low four, high three. And... um. Is um, we now we go back to Sean, Sean who is beginning to get okay. his the ants and the pants move, move. That means I haven't spoken no, for five I, minutes. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I'm a bit like that today. I think I think that caught, I had a cornetto earlier. I think this must be getting that sugar rush. rush must be sort of starting to hit now. So, so yeah, oh. and a nice cornetto and a and a, oh. and a bun like. All right, so so Sean, what is what is the thing that you are bringing to the table? What is the thing that you're going to say? This is the one I want to talk about this week. Okay, well, there's there, there's two I've watched. So, I mean, uh, there's one that, that's really, really recent, which um, I've watched. Uh, so, which is 
SAS Red Notice, which I can save to next week if you want, because I've got a fair old bit to say about it. You're but okay. the other one I wanted to talk about, really, was, was a film called Rust Creek. Okay. Now, this film called Rust Creek is from 2018, um, and it's a story of a sort of a college girl. She's, she's going for a job interview. She takes a wrong turn. She's in Kentucky. She gets, bit, uh, she gets sort of caught in the forest. And, um, yeah, so then something happens. Now, I was looking, I was looking at the, the actress in, in this, and I thought, where do I know you from? Where do I know you from? Where, where? I've, I've seen you. I've seen you. I can't place you. I can't place you. And then I thought, oh, where's it from? So I had to look it up, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it is the girl in Sea Fever. You know, I spoke about Sea Fever. Yes, Sea Fever. You spoke about last week. Yeah. About, yeah. about Sea mm-hmm. Fever. It's her. It's Hermione. So I've decided that I'm going to have to really, really like Hermione, Hermione Caulfield. All um, right. And she's great in this. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, she's way up. She's, she's, I'll have to catch some other things. She's way up. But what I like about it is she's, you know, like, she's not your average. I mean, she gets sort of, there's a couple of rednecky type people that, that are going to do stuff, which is why she has to go away. But she's pretty good at defending herself. I, love, I like what she does. I really like what she does. But she has to do that and she gets away. And that's when she gets sort of caught in the forest. And of course, being there, there's no signal on her phone, and um, the so, guys that she's, you know, one of the guys. So, is this one of the? Is this more of like a horror slasher stalker film? Yeah, more like a thriller. Yeah, going, you know, like basically. I mean, it sort it sort of gets it gets it gets deeper and deeper. So basically, yeah, it starts off these two guys. They sort of they're going to try something on with her. She manages to fend them off. Um, pegs it into the forest, uh, and then of course she's uh, she's she, she's been a little bit injured. She's she's got a little bit injured, so she um, anyway she stumbles across the forest and she gets around. and then she finds her that they've got rid of the car. They've got rid of the car, and of course a missing points come gone out to the local police, and they go, oh, we got to sort this out before. So you've you've got a few interesting twists in there with the police, you know, because you've yep. got good police and you got not so good police who don't want the <laughs> FBI involved because of things that are going on. So yeah. there's, there's quite a few little plot twists and things. Um, and then she comes across this like, like uh, trailer in the trailer in the middle of the forest where, and there's a strange loner guy who's, uh, and is, is, is place. Obviously he's, he's, he's making drugs cause it's like a, in there. He's, he's, and, and I, I'm assuming, I mean, it doesn't say it's the beginning, but I'm assuming she's like a, a um, a chemistry major or something like that because she knows sort of some of this stuff about what can hurt, what what burns, what doesn't. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So of course you can imagine there's going to be there's going to be the confrontation where where sort of things happen. Where, where so yeah, going? it's uh, it's. Pardon? So it, it, it sounds a little bit like there's a little. She's going to go bit... all she Rambo on them. Yeah, she, yeah, she's not. But no, she's not. Oh, she is. She, she's not a she Rambo. She's not that good. She's not like, but she's savvy do you know what i mean she's she's calculated and she she knows what's going on like she knows when to hide oh yeah she knows when when not to say anything she knows do you know what i mean she she works it out she works out it sounds, it sounds say, like there's an element of deliverance about this yeah 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 southern comfort deliverance all those sort of films but okay. not yeah. quite as not quite as uh, i think it's more subtle this one's more subtle 
Okay, and normally gotcha. it's not like the screamy, screamy things. She's she she really thinks about what she's doing, even though she's injured. Yeah. And she might be, and she can, you know, you know there obviously there's scenes where, oh, well, you know, we've got to find her, and the, the people are coming, and she thinks about what she's going to do. She, she's yep. not going to run for it. She's going to actually conceal herself, you know. And and I really like that. And yeah, she's um, I I I I, I really really like her as an actress. And as I say, this is the second one that I've seen her in. Possibly she's I see she's been in some other things like I think she was in Mission Impossible and things oh. so yeah um I, I I enjoyed this one I enjoyed this one I didn't think I was going this is one that I started watching and I thought yeah they they someone's really thought about this because normally it can start off like that and you think oh I know where this is going I know exactly where <laughs> this is going to go this is going to go you know screamy screamy run around get around get, get caught get escaped people can turn up all this and that but no I, this for me this one was 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 it was well thought out and i thought there were there were some really really tense moments in it all but right it was sensible <laughs> sorry that's my <laughs> that's my sensible head on it what there wasn't no, anything there wasn't anything in this maybe maybe i could have picked up something towards the end but it was no and, and then i because i thought oh could that, no, could that no, wait, no, sure, and then i sure. thought well yeah it could it could in a, from you, that that Sorry, is I'm high praise. Yeah, go on. That that is high praise. That's high praise indeed. <laughs> it, yeah. it was it was sensible. So, so I'll give the, <laughs> it was sensible. Yeah. So I'll give this one a four. I'll give this one a four. Oh, cool. Good stuff. Yeah. A four. Sensible. A real good sensible movie. Well thought out. Well crafted. Quite an interesting film. Okay, so that's a four for Rust Creek. I'm not sure if you guys can hear it, but I have a baby going off in the background. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, baby going off in the background. Yeah, we can it's... hear her. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. I wasn't sure. I was like, yeah, she's she's beginning louder and louder, which I, which apparently is a good thing. But <laughs> yeah. sing, baby, sing. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. All right, cool. So Hermione Caulfield, Sean has found a new muse. Sure. <laughs> yes. All right. I have. Exactly. Thank, uh, thank, thanks, thanks for that, Sean. Now, shall we carry on to the final thing, um, which is something I saw. I saw the one I'm bringing forward this week that I'm saying, okay, this one I'm going to, I want to talk about above everything else. And it's another one from my um, Netflix list where I've decided, you know what? I've had these things on my Netflix list. I put things on the list and I never watch them. So I'm going to actually start watching things on my Netflix list. And it's a film called Moxie. This only got released last week. I immediately put it on my Netflix list and I thought, uh, let's just get it off. And this is a film directed by Amy Poehler, who is probably best known as a performer. She is, uh, she's better known as a performer, as an actress. Uh, she was in, if you've ever seen the TV show Parks and Recreation, she was the, she played Leslie Nope, the lead character of Parks and Recreation. She was in Blades of Glory. She was in Mean Girls as the mom. And this is a film that is about, um, it's about essentially a feminist revolution happening in the high school. And it's funny that you were talking about, Sean, you were talking about rewatching Batman and Robin with uh, George Clooney and Arnold Schwarzenegger playing um, playing Mr. Freeze. And in this film, we have Mr. Schwarzenegger's offspring. So, oh. Yeah, so there's somebody in the cast called Patrick Schwarzenegger. And obviously, once you see that last name, you're like, okay, there's not going to be that many people in showbiz with that last name. Sure enough, it is him. And you can see little bits of of his dad in it. He's, he's nowhere, obviously, oh. because... He, I, I think he, he doesn't live in a gym with steroids like his dad did, probably at his age. 
<laughs> but but you can look at him and go, oh yeah, I can totally see. And he does play the he plays the sort of like quarterback of the of the school and all that. But anyway, this the story of this the story of this film is about the women. It's not about Patrick Schwarzenegger. It's actually made very clear that his character is a total idiot. Um, but the story of the film is that they're in this high school, and in this high school, every year there's a list or a ranking that is released where the people, mostly on the American football team, come up with a list and they rank all the women in the school, or all the girls in the school, by this is the most bangable girl, this is the one who's going to be the most, like, you know, best housewife, this is one, the one with the best ass, this is the, and they rank all of them and everybody in the school just kind of accepts it, like, and, and gets involved in it. Then a new, a new girl comes to the school and she is, she is black of, sort of, uh, Latino her- heritage, and she starts asking like, well, there's an early scene where they go, okay, who read The Great Gatsby? That was a that was your thing. Who read The Great Gatsby? And she's like, they're like, oh, so. And the the teacher even says, okay, we're going to start with a question that you have to ask now, whether it's relevant or not. How does this book represent women? And so, so the teacher sort of says that, and she's she's like, well, the, the real question is, why are we reading this book at all? Because you, you say it's supposed to be about the American dream, but it's written by a rich white guy, by a rich white guy. And then the the captain of the football team, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, is so kind of he just sort of cuts her off and just starts being like an absolute filling the blank, filling the blank. <laughs> he just starts being an absolute, and she goes to the principal of the school and says, "I'm being harassed by this guy." And the principal is like, "Oh no 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 no!" The principal, who's actually a woman, played by Marcia Gay Harden. And kind of goes, no, 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 no. Oh, we don't use the word harassed because if we use the word harassed, I have to fill out all this paperwork. So you're saying he was bothering you, and the and so it comes into this the way it's trying to it's trying to make a commentary on a system that is inherently sexist, but everybody is just kind of allowing it, and it's just sort of like because it's just that's just how we do it. Oh, like people say things about the people who are ranking all the women, going, oh, you know, they just. They're, they're just just ignore them, ignore them, and they'll leave you alone. And this girl is like, "Why should I have to ignore them? I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lay low. Why should I have to do that?" And the idea is that in the lead character, she starts thinking about her world, and she starts looking around and going, "Okay, yeah, why the heck do we do that? You know what? That doesn't make any sense. You know, that is actually wrong." And she writes this uh, magazine called Moxie. Which she she publishes it anonymously, puts it in the girls' bathrooms, and then all the girls start reading it, and it becomes this whole big thing. And all the girls in the school stand up and become like, you know, you know what? We're not going to stand for this. We're going to fight. We're going to, and it becomes like, you know, um, and so they go through all the different things. Like, why did the why did the male male sports get all the attention when all the male sports in our school they lose every single game? The female sports win every single game, but still, the male sports are the ones that everybody makes a big deal about. They give the scholarships to the male football players when they haven't won a game for ages. However, the captain of the female soccer, because they're American, team is totally ignored. And so on and so forth. And all these things go on. And it's essentially a pretty straightforward thing of girl starts a revolution, things go wrong, and then, oh, guess what? I fall in love at the same time, and oh, yeah, we're going to go with these sort of things. So, it is... I'm not sure if you can pick it up in my voice, but I feel like it's almost a missed opportunity, because it be... I, I think where they start from is good, but they... There's too many bits in this film where I felt like they turned two pages at once. If you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Where where you're you're thinking... Hang on a second. How did you go from there to there? 
wasn't there a step? <laughs> Isn't there a step here that that that? Yeah. Oh, so she's she's totally timid, and now all of a sudden she's a feminist icon. Wait, uh, hang on. It's and there were just bits where I felt you could see what point they were trying to make. You could see what point Amy Poehler was trying to make, but I thought it was a little bit too much on the nose. It was too much on the nose. It was too right. well. It was yeah. too. It wasn't. Like I think, um, if I took another film that Amy Poehler stars in, Mean Girls, which is quite frankly a classic of the I think female-centered high school movies, it's Mean Girls is an absolute classic, and Mean Girls makes a lot of some of these sort of similar points without putting them front and center, but in a way that sort of feels as a whole, you get a whole sense of this world and all that. This is just too. There's bits of it where it's just really, really heavy-handed. It's really heavy-handed, so much so that I feel the point mm. kind of gets lost. And there's things that they're trying to do about representation, about... I, I, about, I, about yeah, carry on, Sean. I, I think sometimes some of these films now, they're trying to get them just... I don't know, they're just pushing it too much, aren't they? It's just becoming... It's becoming... And I mean, I'm, I, I like to think of myself as a very liberal person, but it's just becoming too much the other way now. And it's like just forced upon you instead of being subtle it's just really 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 being forced upon you um yeah i don't know i don't know it's it's, when it's obvious in a film when it's so obvious when it's so obvious in a film that this is the point they're trying to make but it's just like okay we know we know all this goes on we know all this goes on so you know yeah yeah i mean there's a bit of you yeah carry on yeah, I just think it's I just think it's too much sometimes. I just think it's 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 you know, it's like it was like again we go back to the she's not alone. I just think, you know. Oh, you, you oh know, from, from Avengers from, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, yeah, the, the she's, she's not, not alone. alone. And it's just yeah. like okay, and I think I've spoken to a lot of people and they said, you know, that's a bit of a a bit of a it's just like yeah, I don't it, know. It, I don't it, know. It, I can't it, explain I, it. I'll tell you I'll tell you what my thing is. My thing is is like I think Tell, make a point. I personally feel like yes. if you're telling a story and you're not making a point, I I feel like you're wasting up. That's why I feel like this one was a wasted opportunity. But you have yes. to tell a good story. There has to be good storytelling. And taking, and if you have a point, and if the point of your story is that I think, um, I think animals are people too, and then you open up the book and every page just says, animals are people too, animals are people too. Third page, yeah. animals are people too in capital letters with big massive exclamation marks. That is not good storytelling. You're making your point. It might be a valid point from your point of view, but it's not good storytelling. And I feel and I feel like th- there's some bits where in this film, they just shove the point front and center without building yeah. a story around it. And there's bits where I feel like with some of the characters, I'm like, oh, hang on, wait, why would you do that? Like there's a bit where one of the characters gets up on gets up on stage and while well, they're doing this sort of like rally moment and she just sort of starts speaking in Spanish and I'm thinking, okay, I get this might be where you're, you're trying to rec- you're trying to represent the fact that the actress is from is from South America that you're, you're trying to represent the fact that I, I think she might be Cuban and and you so but how many people that she's speaking to can understand Spanish? So why is that there as a sort of like a rat? And there's just there's just these bits where it just makes you keep thinking it isn't holding together as a film. It isn't flowing as a narrative. And But you are making some very good points. But when it comes to telling a story, mm. I am not entirely sold. 
So I would give Moxie three out of five, but I do feel like some of the things that they that they point out are crazy. They're some of the things that I remember being in secondary school because we call the secondary school in Nigeria, not high school. And remember that there were some of these sort of things that were happening in the way boys saw girls. And when you think about it, you think, okay, now that is a problem. That that is a real problem. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not saying there is one, but it can be told quite quite subtly. Yeah, it can be told. Going to spoke about misbehaviour. Yeah, it, it can be told as a good story because the thing is, sometimes I'm happy with non-subtle mm. as long as the story is good. And I think points are good. Yeah. The story is not that good. Um, I would give it a three out of five at the very. It's a it's a low three for me. It just and this is something that okay. I think, um, unfortunately, as much as I love Amy Poehler as a performer, she's directed two films now. There's another Netflix film called Wine Country that she directed, and it's the same thing. It doesn't hold together as a story. It's at most a bunch of different vignettes, and where you think, hang on, how did you get from there to there? That character didn't doesn't hold together. But you're putting all these vignettes together, and quite frankly, when I, when you put the whole thing together for me to watch, I get a bit bored. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, three three stars, a low three for Moxie. Right, I believe that that is everything that we have for this week. So, I mean, obviously, I said at the beginning of the show that we are avoiding talking about Justice League or Zack Snyder's Justice League, which we will go into next week when Sean Sean, you've already said that that's your evening sorted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Depending, I mean, it might be two evenings because it's ra- it's rather long. So it might I might sort of it depends if I can if it if it grabs me if it's changed then I should watch it. But obviously I should watch it in two parts. Yeah. <laughs> what platform is that on for our listeners and Sky, for my benefit? That's on Sky. Yeah, Sky, Sky. Sky Cinema. Yeah. So right, yeah, so. We'll, I mean we'll... all the films all all the films I've I've watched have been on Sky Cinema. So I'm a bit like Tozen. He's doing his. Tozen is doing his you must watch Netflix, this whereas my, I'm, uh, my Netflix I'm list. films yeah I'm probably watching films that are on the actual Sky because of Sky TV so yeah you know yeah. which is which is quite nice Sky TV because I get the sport as well so <laughs> I got the sport and the and the um because you know uh, yeah yeah I mean I mean there's there's a whole thing there's a whole storyline behind how we now have another Justice League movie there's a whole storyline about how the fact that it is four hours long. Why? Sharon, do you think any superhero movie ever needs to be four hours long? No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Avengers Endgame had three times the amount of superheroes in it. And it still wasn't even three hours long. And it's... It's, yeah, that sort of commitment is that sort of Lord of the Rings type level commitment. Uh, and you think... Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I don't know. Well, you yeah. know my feelings on it, so it'd be, it'd be, inter- it'd be yeah. interesting to see. Yeah, but it, I think they've re- totally reshot it, haven't they? Yeah, it, apparently it's quite a different film. It's quite a different film from the first one. Um, the but uh, now, then is now, Sean. I'm interested because you are the you are the person who watched Batman vs Superman in the cinema, 
and after yeah. we reviewed that where we went in on batman vs superman and we just sort of like talked about how much we thought it was stupid well that, i might be i might just be talking about me here but i remember you not liking it then you went and watched the director's cut where Zack snyder went oh well you know there was another like you know 30 minutes worth of stuff that you didn't see in the cinema and it totally changes the story and you watched that and you went oh you know what i actually thought i actually what i liked i thought it was all right and i just thought no it's 30 minutes of extra rubbish that you're putting in there now he has gone <laughs> and found a whole three hours of extra stuff that he didn't put in there in the first place well that got taken out after he put it in in the theatrical release but and he's put it in there there's a bit of me that it, the main reason i'm going to be watching this film is because of curiosity i just want to see what the yes. heck it's yeah. like it's like an experiment yeah, it's like yeah. it's yeah. like some it's like some weird frankenstein experiment to see oh, what happens <laughs> if we do this it's a bit like you know how we talk about netflix movies and it's as if netflix just goes hmm what happens if we give spike lee a budget and no supervision what happens if we give Martin Scorsese a massive budget with no supervision? That that kind of and it's almost kind of like, hmm, what happens if we give Zack Snyder a whole bunch of money? And we'll go into there's the reasons why they've actually finally made this. There's HBO Max in the States and blah 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 blah. And there's a very cynical reason behind why this film exists. But we need to watch the film first. And I am not looking forward to spending four hours of my life watching this. I will come out here and I will say <laughs> that I I am I am I am the I am of the mindset where I am going into this and I am hoping I am really hoping this is rubbish. I am really hoping this film sucks. <laughs> I am, I I hope I am open enough to have my mind changed if it's actually good. But there's a bit of me that because I feel like if this film yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's keep our minds open. Let's keep our minds open. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying hard. I've tried out. I will see what happens. But until next week, when hopefully by that time, at least two of us and maybe Sharon would have seen Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, sure. Carry on, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a shame with the lockdown thing because you know Sharon could come round and we could watch it. You know, we could watch it together. You could come round here and watch it on the big TV. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have to admit, some of my. I mean. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. Yeah, some of my favorite favorite film watching experiences have been watching terrible films and just laying into that. So you see, that's the I'm already assuming this is going to be terrible. I'm I'm really really sorry. <laughs> I'm really really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry that I'm already assuming it's going to be terrible. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll stop talking now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always good that if you, if you go in with the assumption it's going to be terrible, it's generally not so bad. You're as, generally as, pleasantly if you, surprised. If you're really really looking forward to something. Sometimes it can be a major, major... Major letdown, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there is no... Let me put it this way. There is no chance that I'm going to this really looking forward to it. No chance. So, so until, until next week where we actually get to watch... Well, you've, still got, you've still got another week. Yeah, I've, I've still got another week. You've still got, you've still, yeah, and we got, you've got another week to see what you think my top, my top uh, 10 movies were. Oh, yeah. We totally didn't do that. I think I got to four. I think I had... Four that I was absolutely positive about. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you so, did really well. Okay. All right. But, uh, but you can save it till next week again if you want. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to be honest with you. I did no work on that whatsoever. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. <laughs> All right. Cool. So until um, until next week when we talk some Zack Snyder's Justice League, it is a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye for me. And it's a goodbye from me. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Okay. See you later.